just me today. Um, Brent and I are going to get on tomorrow and talk about a few setups that we have found the last few days that we think are pretty repeatable that we can break down. So that's coming up soon. Um, in terms of uh, just this overall market, I wanted to say a few things that I've been seeing and thinking about and been through um, two, well, I guess if you count the 2018 crypto crash, which is pretty huge, I traded through that. I traded through 2000 tech crash. I traded through uh, 2008 crash. Um, 2018 fourth quarter, we had a little bit of a crash in stocks, but nothing like this. But this is so this is one of the big three crashes, I guess, in the stock market that I've been involved with. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, a lot of people have a skill set that profits from the market going up, long only trading, swing trading. I think that's most people and it can be very destabilizing when this happens because you go into the same camp with everybody else where you want to pick a bottom and then you just keep getting beat up and beat up and beat up and everybody's doing the same thing. So there's not a lot of edge in picking the bottom and it's hard to preserve your capital. And I think even when you know that you still do it. I did it multiple times. I did some bottom picking on some stuff that I liked and I took a bunch of losers and kind of kicking myself for it. And I, I realized like, Hey, the way I make most of my money is when the trend is a direction I like, and it comes down on some stupid news or there's an earnings setup that I like to do, or I make money. Um, like right now, I'm, the money I am making is uh, day trading S and P futures because it's busy when the market's going up and it's more normal. I don't, I don't do that as much because it's not as profitable but right now. It's very profitable, so it's kind of the best game in town for me. And just having been around a long time, I've picked up a few different skill sets that I can use in different environments. So that's that's just the game I'm playing right now. It's less overnight holding. I do have some overnight holding on, but it's not doing me any favors. And it's like each crash, I have still made a lot of the same mistakes, but I've been a little maybe less outrageous than the crash before, but you still get caught in it. It's just hard to be perfect where you never pick a bottom. You wait until it's totally done. It's it's hard. It's easy to judge yourself and beat yourself up, but it's not. it's very difficult to do. So I think we all do it. I'm sure others are doing it. And so that's that. But in terms of where we're at right now, I was on just browsing Twitter today. I follow a bunch of trading folks and I don't really like looking at that stuff that much, but I just noticed that as we were going down today, I noticed, um, and Brent and I'll talk about this tomorrow when we're, um, when we're going to discuss some of the setups, but I noticed that the breath was finally decent today. Um, today being, let me look at my watch. What's the date today? It's, uh, the 12th, it's May 12th. So if you, if you're listening later, you can go back and look at the chart for May 12th. The breath was decent today. It was actually positive almost all the whole day. And um, we tried to rally in the morning after having like a nasty flush uh, really early. We tried to rally mid-morning and then we went all the way back down and just looked like this this death fall where nothing was working. You could just feel the apathy and disgust and just the bewilderment. You could feel it. And I was reading stuff on Twitter about how Kathy Wood is still bringing in money and you know, people still want to buy the dip and there's no way the market can bottom like this, which I actually don't fully agree with that because people I'm talking to are terrified and they're not buying the dip. They're actually scared to death of it continuing to go down. So kind of have a different experience from what I've been seeing. But nonetheless, that was the popular thought. It matched the price action. And what I noticed is that um, most of the market was holding up, but the stuff like Apple and Microsoft, AMD and NVIDIA, like the big hitters were, were heavy. And they were bringing the market down. They dominate the index. Just like on the way up, they dominate the index. They dominate on the way down. And I was talking with Brent, and we were just thinking, like, you know what? If it's going to move, and we'll discuss this more, but it, if the first 90 minutes and the last 90 minutes are when the explosive moves mostly happen, when real money is in there doing things. 
And we were talking about um, once that stuff stops going down, the big stuff, the market can just it'll rally hard because there's nothing pulling it down anymore because the other stuff has kind of already been beaten up. And that's a classic signal that you get sometimes for a temporary bottom. I don't know if we're going to go back down again. Um, ultimately, we definitely could and things could change. But for, I think for the short term, we put in a little bit of a bottom today with that action and, and seeing those those big stocks um, being the only thing bringing us down and that kind of finally relented and then we went up. So, um, but my bigger picture thought on this podcast is just, on this episode is just staying nimble, staying during the day for me more helps right now, not getting caught too much overnight. Um, I think we can, my opinion of this is that we've had two, you know, rip your face off rallies or whatever they like to call them. And I have a friend who thinks that's going to happen again. I, it's doubtful to me that you have a rally like that again with this much overhead supply, this many people stuck in bad positions. I think what's more likely is we have a very painful rally with tons of retests and tons of frustration and this very sloppy range bound type of a rally versus something that's just explosive. The explosive stuff's kind of in the beginning when everyone's off balance and they don't quite know what we're getting into. And now we, we know we're in, we're in the shitter now. Everyone knows it. And when you have that many people who are stuck, they're just looking to sell into that first bounce and it's going to create an environment where the market is um, not wanting to just take off. And eventually over time, that works off, of course, right? Time heals everything. But um, that's the environment I'm preparing myself for. So for swing trading and for day trading, I'm keeping that in the back of my head because I, I, don't, I don't see psychologically how anything else makes a lot of sense. So um, I don't know how popular that thinking is, but um, I've heard a few people tell me that we're just going to explode. And we could easily have big up days, I think. Um, some real choppy sideways days and some retests could pave the way for a big update or two. Absolutely, no doubt about that. I just think it's going to be um, a painful ride. But that painful ride has huge swings during the day and sometimes for maybe a one or two day trade. So there's a lot of opportunities in here uh, and there will continue to be. So um, that's kind of my road roadmap. But um, we're almost ready for the premium podcast to be kicked off and it'll just be us going through setups, like specific things that we did and I think a lot of it is um, like very repeatable and things that ways of thinking that keep happening over and over again. And I'm um, excited to do those. So I think people will enjoy uh, the couple that we had from, I, I talked a little bit about it today, but we'll go into it more. And then um, like three or four days ago, there was another one that we want to break down. So anyway, so that'll be soon. Good luck out there.